I still don't like that. that yeah, I, I still can't get used to that <laughs> Zoom, you know, voice going like, you're being recorded. We already knew that. We're using computers. We're using all this stuff. So we're always know. being recorded. I want to like, um, I don't know. I want to bring back the murmur talk, but it takes away the authenticity. The authenticity. So, anyway. uh, yeah, this is what we binge. Welcome, Raph. Raph. And, uh, yes, welcome, you, Mike. And I am Mike. And uh, we're so, talking about hot rod. Yeah, uh, we we're talking about our uh, Netflix find <laughs> like of I the week. Hot rod. Yeah. Hot rod. Hot rod. Mm. Mandy Summer, Lonely Island. Yes. Yeah, so we're going back in time. <laughs> going back in time to 2007. Uh, we were back Hot Rod is right now on Netflix, but it's also on YouTube for free. YouTube. It's on, yeah, I found it on YouTube for free. I, I think yeah. it's on Hulu with ads. I think yes, it, it, it's one of those movies that like I, I really think that they're just sending it out to um, like whoever's distributing it. They're just mm-hmm. sending it out to like streaming services to make sure people like remember Hot Rod because I, I think what's happening now with streaming <laughs> yeah. services is that like. What happened with cable before is that to make cable popular, they would just find whatever movies were easy to get the rights to or whatever new movies, you know, didn't do super well initially in the box office and just, you know, like cable channels would collect them and those movies would become classics over time just out of the business model of what was happening at that time. And that's how Mm -hmm. It's a Wonderful Life got big. That's how like the first Adam Sandler movies got big. And I think that's happening with streaming now because um, Hot Rod, out of any movie, is everywhere. <laughs> is everywhere, and like the the cast is pretty is pretty good. I was kind of surprised by the cast. Uh, they have Ian Ian McShane. They have I mean the usual. Yeah. I I know I dissed all the SNL comedies last week, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but like a lot of <laughs> SNL alumni <laughs> in there. Or, or one guy, Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Was uh, great. Uh, well, you got Bill, Bill Hader, Andy Sandberg, Andy Sandberg's uh, bro, like Lonely Island guy. I can't remember. Oh uh, yeah, uh, Norma or Norm. Yeah, no, or Norm. Norm. Norma. The, the, the manager of like that, that Florida arcade in Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just started I mean, watching the, the, Brooklyn Nine Nine. The, so yeah, like, the the comedy, the humor is really re, is really reminded me of uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, it was like, like the unrefined version yeah. of they were doing. It was like the test drive version of like you know the, I think Andy Sandberg riding a motorbike and uh, or like a buggy, I guess, trying to do jumps and you know hitting his face against whatever is there. Yeah, uh, was sort of like a metaphor for this movie. It's like we're we're trying to work out the comedy that way when we start doing something actually seriously, like you know. Yeah. We'll, we'll have it down and uh... <laughs> See, I, I heard that that movie <laughs> that the movie where they got it down i heard was um pop star and mm-hmm. i never got around to watching it yet yeah, like i that. it was uh the one where they're kind of making fun of justin bieber but they didn't admit it <laughs> oh but, yeah well i remember I, i've never seen it but i remember all the trailers and it was just like i don't know is I'm always turned off by anything that has to do with Justin Bieber. So, <laughs> so I was like, you in a movie that sort of makes fun of that lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, I didn't feel like watching it. And I mean, Hot Rod, I remember seeing it like, you know, the trailers and things back in 2007. And I was like, uh, you know, whatever, another dumb movie. Like they'll never be as good as that. Uh, 
Adam Sandler and like stuff like that, you know, but then it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And uh, they, they have some, uh, uh, yeah, the, the whole movie is about Andy Sandberg's character, a guy called uh, Rod Kimball. And I was like, Kimball is like Schwarzenegger's last name in Kindergarten Cop. So hello, Mr. Kimball, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think Kindergarten Cop, I think there was like an outdoor movie thing here that had Kindergarten mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's another it's another no more mr kimball i have to go to the bathroom <laughs> there is no bathroom and uh, <laughs> I, once again i i never saw kindergarten cop but i saw like all the the ripoffs that came after like the pacifier with vin diesel the pacifier yeah the, you had like the pacifier and uh, there was like a uh dwayne johnson version yeah i was trying uh, to remember to... what it was was it the game plan was it the one maybe i don't know was, I think uh, the pacifier was pretty good. It was the one that I really enjoyed. Uh, I mean, it threw me off, and I should have known Vin Diesel was a dancer. The way he uh, very elegantly jumped over all of the lasers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how you do the yes. the bunny dance or whatever the that bunny was. dance. <laughs> whatever that was. That thing. That's, how you do that's how you do the bunny dance because. Yeah. We're family. And <laughs> I love how he's like super driving rude. cars. I love how in his movies he's always like, yeah, da, da, da. but like in real like, life, when he has his interviews, he has the same deep voice, but he's like, hey guys, I'm sorry, the movie's coming out late. I just, I had some trouble. And he's like hugging himself and like, I'm sorry. He just loves guys. himself so much. It's <laughs> like rubbing his muscles. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Like I'm oh, sorry, guys. Nice. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> hot rod, anyway. <laughs> hot rod, Andy Samberg. I like he wears a fake mustache for half the movie because his dad wore a mustache. And, okay, like, the dad mom, surprised yeah. me because at the time that Hot Rod came out and I saw the teasers, I thought the dad was like this random guy because that was kind of a trope mm-hmm. in some comedies too, where you get like a guy that looks like some random guy off the street and like put him in a movie or something i think that's how guillermo got big on jimmy kimmel mm-hmm. live he was just like the security guard but uh that was ian mcshane i was like yeah what are you doing in this movie like <laughs> he was the one guy i kept watching like why are you here <laughs> so yeah i i was kind of surprised but then like i was surprised to see him in uh parts of the caribbean the fountain of youth or whatever it was called uh i mean he would or, match he's piratey he's he's piratey he's but i was like I think he was probably the the shining, you know, jewel from that movie because uh, everything else kind of sucked. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> oh man, Hot Rod was, Cruise was okay. That, yeah. that duel was fine, except for the whole like, no, father, I must save you, and they're like, he he's a he's a, an asshole. Like, why, why you want yeah. you know whatever? He was gonna kill you. Yeah. For whatever you know, he doesn't care. I wonder uh, what, but, what yeah. Disney. I wonder what Disney's going to do with the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise because, like, with the whole they're Johnny rebooting Depp thing, it, right? Yeah, but like the the, the thing the that Margot they kind of Robbie and a bunch of yeah you know, other but people. The, but the thing that like I want to see if they screwed up on. But the thing that kind of put them on in a hole is that they made it so focused on Jack Sparrow's character over time yeah. that like it, it it would feel weird to not make it about jack sparrow whereas like the mcu they, they've expanded a universe so much that at this point yeah. you could have an iron man movie without iron man but like just the the idea and the essence of yeah. iron man in it but it takes place in like i don't know a jungle somewhere so <laughs> well like the only connecting tissue throughout i mean there, there's like jack sparrow yeah. uh mr gibbs and yeah. the monkey 
Jack. Yeah. <laughs> those are like the same, th- like the only common thread through all those movies the until Jeffrey yeah. Rush, like, yeah. you know, died. Um, that last one, yeah. the Trident and whatever. Yeah. I don't know. The thing is like the, the first trilogy was pretty tight yeah. compared to the other two. I think the the one with the tri- with Poseidon's trident, uh, trident or like um I can't remember what the the name of the movie was like that that was better than the Fountain of Youth one. The Fountain of but, Youth one was like based on a book, right? That had like nothing to do with Pirates of the Caribbean, I think. But yeah. they just put Jack Sparrow yeah. in it. It's like it's Pirates now. Uh, yeah, yeah. The whole, like mermaids. Yeah. What's her name? Serena and boo, <laughs> boo. <laughs> everyone in the movie theater when I saw that was like oh fuck it like really imaginative dude like great ima- you know imagine like sirens yes okay siren Serena Serena boo fine boo that's you know that's why that guy played a priest and not a writer or something you know? yeah all right he before, we go, back, things. Great, before <laughs> we go back to pot rod pirates of the caribbean thing Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, last point. Pirates of the Caribbean just made me think of Disney Plus. <laughs> Thinking of Disney Plus made me think of Lizzie McGuire. Lizzie McGuire just made me think of iCarly. And the mm-hmm. new iCarly is coming it's on out. Right. Yeah, it's on Paramount. And I didn't grow because by the time our Ar- 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 iCarly came out, by the time Ar- Ar- I was already in high school and I was kind of over it, but I saw the trailer for the reboot and it's like the same humor and it's like slightly more mature humor because they're adults. And it just kind of made me mad that they couldn't make Lizzie McGuire work. Because outside all of the epic, like, Pirates of the Caribbean, Star Wars, and Marvel stuff, like, on Disney+, Plus, like, what's really keeping people right now? <laughs> it's, like, outside of all the franchise, uh, like, the, action-y stuff. It's the kind whale of like, documentaries? I, uh... Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know they're working, like, a mil- on a million things right now, but I'm, like... Well, it's like they, they just released Raya or Raya and the Last Dragon this yeah. week. So you don't have to pay extra to see it. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I, I don't know. It, it's just like, I mean, you know, I'm a bit too old to watch all the Disney princess movies to be honest, unless uh, it's old. Frozen, yeah. uh, Frozen 2, but, but uh, <laughs> which was our first episode. <laughs> Go back and listen. Yay. <laughs> you, you knew and loyal In our tipsy listeners. spoiler days. Um, <laughs> but it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, I think you come to a point where you're like, okay, everything's a rehash of something else. Yeah. And it's just like, choose a certain princess with a friend, with a supernatural friend. Yeah. With sister or not, or like friends and like with the animal sidekick. And then essentially like that's a Disney movie. Yeah. And every so often you need to kick things up and change the genre, the way that Hot Rod revitalized yeah. comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I to be I'm honest, on. I really got some, like this was like the Brooklyn Nine-Nine of a Napoleon Dynamite for me. But uh, <laughs> see, the thing is, like, Hot Rod was mix. like one of those movies I remember a lot of people talking about, and it was, and like, I just never kind of got around to it. But it's like, it, it was one of those movies that like people thought it was like amazing and whatnot. But I think Hot Rod was like, it was kind of like Napoleon Dynamite. It got big with like, you know, people that never really like delved deep into movies and were like, oh, I love like the art and the this and the that. It was like, like I, I'm almost jealous sometimes of people that never had their minds shaped by like a particular form of comedy as kids. 
Mm-hmm. And they and it's like those are the kids now that are getting like really into just like it's like the the new forms of comedy I'm noticing are like they're not exactly created by people who are like students of the craft. Like the only person off the top of my head that I can think that's like that that's working now is like Seth MacFarlane or something because he's like a comedy like nerd. But he's yeah, it's like I. Yeah, Hot yeah. Rod just comes across <laughs> as the kind of movie that it was made by like just people that were just surprised they had a budget to work off of and just said like fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, most uh, yeah, <laughs> most movies made by Andy Sandberg kind of feels that way sometimes. Yeah, I <laughs> just know. like we got that budget and uh let's hey, you know, let's have fun and uh I was actually surprised that they uh did that whole like 15 bus jump at the end. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, you know, I, I think for me, the probably the character that I like the most is Ian McShane, uh, Frank, uh, uh, the Frank. stepdad, <laughs> who like fights Rod every time. It was like, I'm gonna make you a man. You're not a man. You're a pussy, you know, or something like that. He said, you know, and, then, <laughs> and then, even uh, when I he's love, dying, <laughs> so because he like, has this disease or something, it's like, yeah. You'll never but, be a man. <laughs> but the funny way about the way Ian McShane played it is you could tell it was coming from like a place of love, even when he was dying. Like, yeah, I'm gonna beat you. But Andy Samberg played it like full on, like yeah. beat your ass, man. Yeah, yeah. Like that's just kind yeah. of Andy Samberg's thing. There's not really like nuance to the way he does stuff. Yeah. Like, but I get, but you yeah. know, in in Andy Samberg's defense, I mean, now there uh, is, that was part but, of the character, I guess. It's like because he took it super seriously. It's like I'm gonna beat you. I'm gonna become a man. And then Ian McShane is just like just having fun with all this and just like fucking with them. Yeah. You know? And, <laughs> uh, you know, and I was like, if I land, if I land the jump. If I stick the landing, you know, will you call me a man? And it's like, never, you know, yeah. <laughs> or something like that. There was, there was literally only one part of the movie I saw before watching it for the first time a few days ago. Uh, so I remember years ago, uh, channel surfing when that was still a thing, children, yeah. but I was we going through channels. and then I, I landed right when the two Lonely Island guys were um staring at each other and i keep wondering uh where the third lonely island guy is and all of this maybe he just doesn't want to be on camera as much but it's like they're just staring at each other going cool cool beans cool beans cool 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 beans 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 cool beans and i'm like cool beans i thought my tv was broken i was like is this a movie or is this like is this like an internet weird thing i was like what is it because like i remember trailers for hot rod and then like when I actually saw that part, I was like, how is this allowed in a movie? <laughs> like a theatrically released. Cool, you just cool, reminded cool, cool me beans, of, cool uh, what's his name? Josh Arnett or what's his first name? Can't remember. Guy from uh, Arrested Development. Uh, Will Arnett. It, you know, the guy from uh, Michael Sarah. Bojack. Oh, Will Arnett. Yeah. Will Arnett. Yeah. Who plays the dastardly boyfriend uh isla fisher's boyfriend i was also surprised to see isla fisher in there but uh, i miss isla fisher because i thought she was like the amy adams that would go there it's like she kind of reminded me of (laughs) amy adams but like in wedding crashers she didn't mind just being just like a fucking psycho goofball i'll find you i was like like i always wonder you know she's married to sasha baron cohen you know 
yeah to, she, she's that you know if that doesn't say everything you need to know about her personality uh, <laughs> why do like the hottest i don't know like i to this day i want to know like why why a lot of these like actresses end up with like the weird guys in hollywood like how rosario dawson ended up with eric andre like when i was watching part of bad trip i was like this guy ended up with rosario fucking dawson and i was like are they still together i don't know but you i don't know I'm not sure no no she know. was with cory booker after a while i remember but yeah, it's like, or or the fact that like Scarlett Johansson is with a Colin Jost who like mm-hmm. slimed her on camera <laughs> at the MTV Awards. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was always like, wow, how do these actresses just, and sorry if uh, saying hottest is uh, not the right thing to, to say now to shocked. our audience. I'm shocked and uh, shocked. I, I cannot take this anymore. Oh God, uh, we, we need a counter episode. We need the <laughs> girls to talk about the hottest guys in Hollywood. Well, let's say, you know, the, the most uh, generally accepted to be attractive uh, people <laughs> end up with funny people. Yeah, I but guess. like, not just funny, but just like this very specific. Funny, but weird. Weird brand of comedy, like. I don't know. Anyway, back to back to Hot Rod. <laughs> See, back to it, Hot Rod. No, it's just it, like, you know, you, you were telling me about how like they kept saying, cool beans, cool beans, just like Will Arnett. Like yeah. when Isla Fisher runs away from it, it's like, I, I have to see Rod jump the thing because like Will Arnett lied to her and whatever, like because he's trying to keep her all to himself. Yeah. Like, no, babe, babe, come back. Babe, 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 come back, come back, babe. And like, it's just oh, yeah. like, just... And they were just waiting for, I feel like when they were filming that scene, they were just waiting for him to stop to then cut. And they just didn't stop. I was like, babe, no, babe, no, babe. no please. Come oh, back. oh yeah. And he, oh yeah. And no. he kept his face like completely no, still. Babe. Like, wait, babe, babe. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, she, she like, uh, you know, she, she, she sort of like gets into some other guy's car and then yeah. drives away. And he's still really like, babe, babe, babe no, no, come back, babe, please. <laughs> Don't leave, babe. And you know, <laughs> I don't know. I thought that part was freaking yeah. hilarious. Like, if there was any part, it's like it was. It was the small moments in Hot Rod that were like, I don't know. Like even well, the part yeah, where he yeah. was like, "I like to party," and I mean that that was a big part in the trailer. But for some reason, watching it, like, what what is it? Like fourteen years later. I don't know. That part was fucking hilarious. Like, I like to party. No, only I party. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say one more thing about Will Arnett. How does he play every single asshole in every movie, except for just has the face? You know, even Bat, even Lego Batman is a bit of an asshole. Yeah, Lego Batman um, seemed like it was based on Will Arnett, like not the yeah. fucking opposite. But like, even even at the end, the fact that criminals. like. <laughs> Even at the end when the TV station was like, we would like to show you footage, but the exclusive rights went to an AM radio station. <laughs> Which, like, just, just small shit like that is just fucking... <laughs> like, but, yeah. but, but, but that wasn't the only movie alone that was just kind of like a what the fuck movie. Like Step Brothers, did that come out the same year? I wouldn't be surprised. There, I think there was a moment in time between like 2005 and 2010 where you had all these random ass comedies yeah from many p- 
people who were from on SNL and their friends. Uh, yeah. And Adam <laughs> and McKay. Like, yeah, no, it's just like, I mean, you still have some, and they're all now on YouTube for free with ads. Uh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm getting more and more surprised about like what's getting kind of like released for free. And I yeah. mean, it's just a. Uh, or like I office mean, guys, like I saw the rocker, like with. Um, what's oh, yeah, that was. The uh, guy who used to, yeah with Dwight Schrute from The Office, but I can't remember the actor's name. Uh, Rain Wilson. Yeah, Rain Wilson. Uh, but like, yeah, you, you have these like random ass comedies that are a lot of fun, but like, I guess wasn't the the big hit that year. Yeah, and people kind of forgot about it because like you know they weren't necessarily a list comedians or actors at that time. Yeah, uh, I think like Andy Sandberg, if he comes out with the movie now, like it, like you know Palm Springs um you know that that's going to be a big thing right yeah but at the time it was still like you know andy sandberg that weirdo who shows up on snl and does funny of, music yeah. videos he was one and of the original <laughs> like um like internet guys like guys somebody brought yeah. from the internet rather than like yeah. uh like groundlings or one of those improv places he was like one of those first like let's see what this weird internet comedy like how it would fare on like broadcast tv yeah. now internet comedy is like way more popular but it's still it's like after lonely island went on snl they kind of continued it with um i forgot what the, the name of their group was uh the guy because the um kyle and like th like two of like the biggest guys on snl right now started started off in like a three or four man group they were supposed to be on comedy central they were on Tosh.0, like when they were still complete unknowns. And now they're like the two big eyes on SNL. But I forgot, I forgot what the name of their group was. But I can't remember. Here, I'm going to go look it up. But yeah, like Lonely Island kind of started that, yeah. that trend of. Yeah, but I remember interviews of Andy Samberg where he's saying that like when he showed up and he was the first sort of like, you know, the first group of just like internet famous for being funny uh people like they were kind of looked down upon a little bit because you know they weren't the usual like stage comedians like second city guys or yeah you know usual stand-up like they usually get stand-up comedians or guys who went to second city yeah or did some improv or at the o or something in chicago or los angeles like yeah. uh uh, yeah, they were the sort of the, yeah the first sort of internet guys. I mean, th there was one guy who got fired. Like, it, I think he got hired and fired before the show even started. Like on the the next season started. Like he was a guy because he said something on a podcast. Oh, Shane uh, Shane Gillis. I can't remember what he said. Yeah, uh, I honestly can't even remember. Yeah, I, I couldn't uh, remember his name, but I remember that was a thing that it, happened. It, it's and weird <laughs> because like when you listen to po the podcast, like even with context, it's kind of like, yeah, but like he, he just came out with like this Trump dating sketch that I think is freaking hilarious. So it's, it's it, every so often I kind of wonder like, what is comedy supposed to do? Like is the only way to make comedy yeah. work to just like really just throw it out there and like refine it because that, that process has been like intercepted with like, you know, people calling things out and whatnot but mm -hmm. it's it's like that's that's just the thing about comedy though it's all about like feel it's not about yeah. like i'm gonna think this only jerry steinfeld i can <laughs> can really do that but it's not about like i'm gonna think this up and then show you when i'm ready it's like 
it, it's really based on like you have to kind of like almost put yourself at risk anyway yeah beck bennett well, that, that's, that's the guy i was thinking of yeah, beck, beck bennett, bennett and, and uh, kyle, kyle mooney, mooney. Kyle, yeah. kyle mooney yeah you're in good um neighbor that was the name good of their group neighbor. yeah right right and honestly like they, they have the the weirdest funny sketch like i don't know that <clears throat> i saw um, i think one of the sketches yesterday it was about uh i think it's an old one from a couple of years ago and uh yeah old uh, <laughs> yeah. a couple of years ago but but it's just like uh you know i think there are two actors i mean one's a director and the other and i think kyle mooney plays an actor and the uh, and uh beg ben is playing like i guess the director or something it's yeah. like oh you know like say uh no you have to say like this and like uh this line is like oh man i'm all the cash and it's like no say like no like this oh man i'm all the cash and like it's just like this this sketch is just them saying oh man i'm all the cash oh, man, i'm all cash that's like how yeah, like until, until <laughs> kyle, kyle mooney gets desperate it's like oh man i'm all the cash because he can't take it anymore yeah and then, uh, i think adam driver's there and it's like yeah yeah that's it because like he can't take it anymore oh man i'm all the cash like the time to put his pants down and yeah yeah like we get the hips going oh man i'm all the cash and <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's like uh, i don't know like I, I sent you a link i think a couple of weeks ago about like i think there's this i guess like i don't if i don't know if they if they are the biggest i know they're the first improv troupe that i saw when i googled them uh in new york and it's like the squirrel theater or something oh yeah oh yeah i, yeah, I didn't know if you're they're doing twitch live streams now and oh, uh, they they invite people over to you know show their stuff uh, their yeah. their bits. Yeah. And uh, I mean, like, like I think it's a good measure to see like how many people drop off after you show up on screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after five minutes, yeah. and uh, you know because there are some things that comedians might find funny because they see the funny part, but like most people might not find it. funny funny yeah i i don't know I mean, there's one guy i thought was really funny he has a tank top farm and he farms tank tops <laughs> and like the whole joke is uh, but pretty good but like uh you know guys it, twitch scroll theater nyc i mean twitch uh, and like zoom comedy there are some hits and misses there are some hits and misses for, yeah, for sure many all misses. That, <laughs> yeah all that like twitch and zoom comedy I, I think they're gonna like find themselves in their own but like uh uh, like last week, I went to go see Ronnie Ching, Chiang, or Ching, mm-hmm. or Chiang. Chiang. It's it's he has an I and an E, so every so often I'm like, Ching. I don't want to mess Ching. this up. I mean, my last name is Ching. His last name is my last name, but with an E also in it. So I'm like, ah. yeah. But anyway, <laughs> the the guy the guy that played like one of the assholes in um, Crazy Rich Asians, mm-hmm. like the one like oh, Vogue Singapore is shit. I want to go to Vogue US. Anyway, that guy he did like a. 15 minute oh, the, um, the daily show guy yep yeah yeah so so he was doing like a tryout set in uh hawaii last week and uh i went to see last week the opener was like a guy who did radio in hawaii for a long time and it's still at this weird point like comedy's still at this weird point where nobody's really like on the same page like 2020 kind of put people on different levels where like some people are ready for a gut laugh other people are like a little uptight because like you say something and it like reminds you of something in the news or reminds you of like a bad memory and like the thing I'm noticing now is like being offended is almost a form of strength to like sort of like some people and stuff it's it's, it's like a form of strength that's saying we're not going to take it so you have like all those different 
mindsets in one room. And I could tell like the comics are just um, really trying to feel it out. Like, mm-hmm. like part of me is wondering if like we were just like, like you can, they were painfully trying to feel it out. And, I, and sometimes I wonder if we just kind of grew up in like, it, it was normal for us to be in this like golden era of comedy where like you could you could say what you want you could be raunchy or not raunchy you could be super weird like hot rod or you could be like super thoughtful yet pretty brash and whatever and opinionated like like a chris rock or a bill burr and like i mean like in those those times people would just like laugh and laugh and laugh but sometimes i wonder if it's like we 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 miss comedy just because we we're able to have so much types of comedy growing up. And now everybody's just kind of on a different page, either because of, you know, I don't want to say like what's acceptable and not acceptable, but just everyone's just on a different page based on what they're exposed to, which is yeah. very, yeah, it's hard to, it's hard, harder to get people on the same page now, but I think the people that are going to thrive are going to be like the people that figure it out. Like yeah, Andy Samberg. I feel like he has things like Andy Samberg's gonna comedy yeah. is not necessarily super controversial. It's just like silly in general. Yeah, but it's con- to me it's, it's controversial. funny because it's yeah. It's con- uh, wh- why do you think it's controversial? Not, I mean, like controversial in the sense that it's not like oh my god, I can't believe you said that. But controversial in yeah. the sense of why the hell was this given a budget? Like, why, yeah. <laughs> like why is this like something somebody paid for? Cool, cool, cool beans, and it's like cool, so, cool, cool. Someone cool, actually got cool. paid for this. <laughs> Well, I'm guessing, I didn't see the credits, but uh, I can guess that maybe someone whose first name might be Lorne is in the list of producers, perhaps. Oh my God, he was. <laughs> Thing is like, uh, I, I don't know. Lorne there was Michaels. like an ex-SNL cast member who was on uh, Joe Rogan, I can't remember, like years ago. And was I, it a Jim clip. Uh, I can't remember. But, uh, you know, he was talking about how he had written a sketch and one of the other writers was saying, hey, what are you working on? And then the, this writer kind of stole his idea, but made it better yeah. or made it funnier mm-hmm. uh, or something like that. I don't want to twist this guy's words, but and then Lauren, you know, and then this guy lost his shit. like, that was my idea. And like, you know, stuff like that. And Lauren said, you're too nice to work in this business. Yep, if was- you ever make a movie call me you know or something like that so i feel like whoever is whoever gets on that platform even if they succeed or not like uh i I think if they even moderately do a good job or do well because it's already hard to get there right Right. Uh, but uh you know once you know lauren and i guess he likes you like if you want to make a movie he'll find a way to do it if he thinks it's good so or if he thinks it's remotely funny but (laughs) yeah (laughs) but you know i'm not a mind reader but you know a lot of these weird ass comedies some of them are really good some of them are not so good like a lot of um maybe most of the movies that have snl cat as ex-cast members for sure you'll see lauren michaels as a producer executive producer or whatever so it's like uh um once, like, yeah, once you get Lauren on your side, you have like all the funding you you, you need, I guess. I remember if he was uh, an Austin Powers producer. I don't think so, but like, not sure. But um, yeah, surprised, like, but maybe like Lauren. Uh, 
I don't know. Like, like, like from what I hear in interviews and stuff, it just seemed like he was just always a supporter of like the craft mm-hmm. and like SNL, like I get the sense now, I don't know if it always felt like that. It's like, I always get the sense now that they could go there. Like if you gave the writers complete freedom, like you would have like the greatest comedy show of all time. And like, that's what I credit to like the people that work at SNL is that if you watch you what you watch on TV is like a refined version of like whatever they actually like wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So it's, I don't know. And like there, there hasn't What's really like, been a good know, sketch comedy yeah. show in a long time too. Yeah. But I think what, I think uh, what's kind of gone viral is that last, um, what's it called? Weekend Update se- yeah. segment with Colin Jost and Michael Che where they write jokes for each other. Oh, the most recent one? Yeah, oh, the most I, recent one. I, I, I think pretty... that really exploded. And, and it's sort of like, it's just funny to see them kind of cringe and squirm. And, you know, yeah. when they say things that they obviously don't believe in and just that yeah. are super controversial. I just see like Colin Joe's being like, oh, shit, did I just say that on live TV? Yeah. They're just are they going like... to like use this for like some, something, something? Yeah. Yeah, because like he says, like no one's getting canceled, no one's threatening each other's families. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was like the first time you you saw like gut level reactions on SNL in a long time. Yeah. Like Michael yeah. Che was like really laughing, Colin Jones was really laughing. Yeah. The crowd was like, it's like, it's like it's very healing. I would say to hear like an unconscious mm-hmm. just gut laugh, and yeah. there there are moments when you just watch SNL and you're like. I knew you could go there. <laughs> like, yeah. like not even just in like the controversial like stuff they say. It's just like even like in the concepts, like how like Pete Davidson was like laughing his ass off while like Keenan Thompson was dressed like a lobster singing. Yeah. It's like we we knew you we knew this was in you. <laughs> well, yeah, it's sort of like um yeah, it, it's I feel like it was kind of a release in a way, you know, it's sort of like you say an amazing, like a horrendous thing, but we're doing it, you know, not seriously. And it's just, it's all for laughs. And just like, we did this on purpose. And and it's sort of like, I don't know, there's like a cathartic feeling to all that. Yeah. And um, I mean, there's like, uh, yeah, it really works. There's some like new, like people in comedy that are coming out that like, I'm actually starting to like, like, like this new person that has like a Showtime show. Apparently she was like viral before. A, what's her name? Ziwe. Like if you watch her stuff, she's actually pretty, like I was like pleasantly because, because I don't, I don't get into like the more, you know, like, I don't want to say girly, but like there's a, there like the more kind of like female focused stuff, but it's like, mm-hmm. she was actually a writer on Jesus and Miro. And like when she's like on her own, it's, it's like, and it's no she's 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 like somebody that i think is going to kind of like shape comedy in the future and also i would say like bowen yang just because bowen kind of reminds me of like people i knew growing up that like were super into just like internet humor and like awkwardness and this and that and like it's it's like interesting seeing these new forms of comedy or these like the ways that we saw the world start to yeah. be kind of like put on a stage because like, yeah. I, I really started questioning myself this like years ago was like was my entire sh- sense of humor just shaped by like old white frustrated men 
and their sense of humor. <laughs> like, well, what I think is perhaps, objectively funny perhaps. was was it just formed by like the kind of person I wouldn't really like talk to in line in real life. <laughs> like the guy yelling at the cashier the other day at the 7-Eleven, but I was like, I don't know. It, it's like, I think what Hot Rod did was it, it really did like, like it's one of those cult followings where it didn't do well in the box office, but if you talk about it online, I guarantee you're going to have more people wanting to hear about Hot Rod than about like, I don't know, Batman Begins. That was the other movie I saw. <laughs> I, I, I rewatched the other day. But it's like... It begins? Uh, what? You yeah. don't like uh, Liam Neeson, uh, his portrayal as a bad guy? Who, uh, whatever, I don't know. Yeah. Christian Bale? Christian Bale. I don't know. Well, Batman Begins, I, I know a lot of people hate on Dark Knight Rises for some reason, but I think they're both, they're, they're all good. Like, you know. Yeah. But the first one was a bit, was the most like Tim Burton-esque of, of all the, was the least like, yeah. well, I mean, it was a safe start, right? It was like, oh, we'll have something that really looks like Batman. This is Gotham City and it looks like another city. But when you look at Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, it looks like any other city like that you might find in real life instead of being the surreal like elevated yeah. train yeah hell slash supposed to be utopia but it is actually a hell and yeah uh, like underneath the tracks but like it's underneath the tracks i don't know they're building a rail in hawaii so i keep getting like thoughts it's like every time they they, they they build they build that rail some more i just think of like batman begins like more and more i was like none of you guys saw this movie you guys don't know what yeah. building this rail. what if someone gonna... puts a vaporizer on that train and then it vaporizes all the water supply you're screwed right i mean I mean that would be like the ocean that would vaporize well when it reaches the main hub <laughs> i could never tell whether the guy who says that i'm obsessed with the old man who says like like when it reaches the main hub it's gonna blow like says herb i was like is he from new zealand like what why is he saying hub that like that it's like the main hub i, I just always like tom wilkinson is just like big like a dog <laughs> kind of voice worst worst <laughs> like i don't know new jersey type accent ever <laughs> yeah and then that was Christian... pretty i mean at the time i was like oh that's okay but then when when you actually listen to real people it actually kind of sucks that yeah <laughs> and christian bale at the chameleon he is just finds like i feel like he couldn't find an american accent to do so he just kind of like mumbled yeah. something he couldn't he couldn't really find like american accent to like imitate so he just kind of just stayed here the whole movie gotham and then, yeah american cycle threw me off because like christian bale and all the batmans is kind of like it's kind of he's emotionless kind of like, yeah and yeah, then american, american cycle, cycle he's like all over the freaking place i'm like whoa <laughs> well the only thing that separates them is that one kills and the other one doesn't <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's like uh, American Psycho, like same suits, same haircut, same face, whatever, you know. Yeah. He chops people up and uh, Batman saves people sometimes, except for Liam Neeson. And he says, but, um, I'm not going to save you. And I'm like, that counts. That counts. You know about, you know, sin by omission, like that's, <laughs> that's what we're talking <laughs> that's about a, right there. That's okay. <laughs> by inaction, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
We should do that for. We, what are we, we talking should, about? Hot, what were we talking about today? Hot Rod we, or Batman? This is the essence of what Hot Rod is. You, 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 you heard audience, so we just kind of kept going at the tangent that went nowhere. This, this is what he's, Hot Rod felt like if you haven't Odin. seen the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's Odin. Have you seen uh, American Gods? Like Ian McShane uh, plays Odin, or like the Americanized version of Odin. And, oh, that's uh, who he plays. Oh, I yeah, know. I yeah. saw like, a few pictures. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And, like because he, he has like a wonky eye, like they put some shiny stuff in his eyeball so that it looks like he's blind out of one eye, like Odin. Uh, and uh, I don't know. There's some just the reveal that he's always like, "My name is Odin," and they're like, uh, "Don't scream." In my, in my face man like, yeah chill odin son it's like um odin son you know joke joke i found online that i didn't catch in the thor movie is when um he talks to colson thor and he's like you 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 son of coal and i was like i, I had to think about it for a second i was like colson i was like oh because like odin son so son of odin yeah. so he thought colson son, son of coal i was like ah uh, there you are. <laughs> there it is. I was like, ah, there, uh, there, I, I'm proud of myself. Like yeah. a little, little detail there that m- most people didn't give a shit about. Yeah. But us true believers. It's true believers that uh, <laughs> we, keep the MCU we saw it, YouTube we heard clips it. Yeah, frequented. Yeah. Well, like he's a lot more medieval or I guess Viking-esque in the first two Thor movies. And, yeah. Uh, and in the Avenger, the Avengers movies, except for yeah. Endgame and and I guess like Infinity War, but like even in Infinity War, he was a bit more Thor esque and less um, Chris Hemsworth, yeah. because like I think Thor Ragnarok, it was just like Chris Chris Hemsworth uh, Hemsworth Hemsworth with uh, just like a costume, and that's like him. And uh, <laughs> yeah. and Thor one was like, oh father, I must do this and do that. Oh thy whatever, you know. <laughs> it's like uh, you know what does Tony Stark say in the first Avengers movie? Is like you know, doth mother knows you wear her drapes? You know, it's sort of like you know, it's like really Shakespearean, you know, kind of like uh, which kind of worked in the first Thor movie didn't really work that well in the second one. Yeah, um, I think consistent. I consistently believe that Thor: The Dark World is probably the worst Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Like no, I yeah, I didn't really like. I, think. I didn't really care for it the first time it came out. I was like, because uh, they they were doing so well like story wise and stuff, and like I think uh, until Guardians of the Galaxy, it it felt like there was a kind of like a little bit of a lull. Yeah. Yeah. I think it got a bit boring after the first uh, Avengers. Yeah. movie and they were like uh kind of like in a rut and then Guardians of the galaxy came out and it really shook up what you thought marvel movies could be yeah and i was like oh this is in space it's colorful there's a lot of weird humor there's like uh, a bunch of songs yeah. that <laughs> a bunch of songs that we heard on the radio since. yeah yeah it's like uh yeah my parents knew those songs i was like you're listening to that i was like yes yes Guardians of the galaxy my my dad was more of a purist. He's like, oh, that that shit. I only listen to Zeppelin, and <laughs> I only listen to Claw Two. Listen to Zeppelin, and uh, this is for you obscure people out there. Go look up some Claw uh, Two. <laughs> Ambrosia, like, Ambrosia. But it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I it was sort of like uh, it's kind of like the the fast food music of the seventies. 
in the early yeah. 80s. But it, it, I feel like no. the longer it's like, the longer it exists, it builds up more meaning. That, that's just how it is with like a lot of the fast food music of the time. It's like, yeah. you either have to be a cult, like music and movies, I know, you either have to be a cult that nobody gave a shit about at the time, or you have to be something that like everybody flocked to at the time. It's yeah. like anything in the middle kind of gets forgotten and ends up for free on Tubi. But okay. <laughs> I was like, all that music talk reminded me of how much, how many 80s power ballads they play during Hot Rod. It's just like all, you know, 80s like power ballads by like, I don't know, Guns N' Roses or something. Yeah. And I, you know, there's a no. moment where they have that song playing and then everyone walks behind them for some reason and yeah. sings the song. And then they just, it just starts a riot. It's like, did we start that? And oh, 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 yeah, dude. That, that was actually, I would say. <laughs> That was in my top five that part. And they, they, they just kind of start, they just kind of stand there and like, dude, that's pretty dangerous. Yeah, we shouldn't do that anymore. That was like yeah. a, that was a top five. Part. <laughs> yeah, that was, that, yeah, that was a top five, one of my top five moments in the movie. But like, I think we just start right. Yeah, I don't know. We shouldn't do this. There's anymore. A yeah, it went crazy, kind of, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's a other top five moment is Andy Sandberg doing yoga and then some old dude slathering him with oil yeah. in the forest. I was like, where did that guy show come from? Yeah. <laughs> Out of nowhere. And he's like, just like, you know, oiling his body. Yeah. And uh, you can tell that he's not supposed to be there. <laughs> dude, that, that hot rod moment when they were talking about the ride, that feels like something they would have now in like an Ant-Man movie or something like that, that, kind of scene would have like carried on to like the mainstream now but at the time it's there i could imagine audiences being like why are they like discussing this <laughs> it's like ah, oh, dude like some other another movie that i saw that kind of reminded me a lot of hot rod is kind of similar type of humor is uh fanboys and uh oh, fanboys i need them it's also on youtube for free fanboys is free uh, oh yeah that's for wow. free that's uh that's the cast is not the same I mean, yeah, there, there's uh, that that woman who's in, uh, you know, that TV show about heaven. I can't remember. <laughs> the Good Place. Like uh, oh, Veronica good Mars, her. Oh, Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Like, yeah. uh, she, she's, um, she's in that movie. And the guy who plays, you know, the sidekick in Fantastic Beasts, uh, New York guy, can't remember. He's also in there. Like, a lot of actors, I was like, you know, another kind of buddy movie for i guess young teenage boys who just want to who are kind of nerdy yeah and uh yeah a lot of similar movies why are they always four is it kind of like a you know it's always four friends right four guys and it's kind of like a you know the that stephen king book slash movie like it. it's like <laughs> it or the other one that was like, it's uh, like it just created a trope of well, it's like wow. there's it, and then the, there's that movie where four kids find a body on a railroad or something. That's oh, also another Stephen King. Yeah, Stand By Me is like Stand By Me. It now it's like Stranger Things. It's always four guys and then a girl, and yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. That, that's kind of a trope. Always tropes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But anyway, this anyway. Kind of, this brings our episode to to an end. Uh, pretty quick episode. Short and sweet. Yep, just like Hot Rod. Just like Hot Rod. <laughs> yep, just like Hot Rod. <laughs> we didn't jump over 15 buses, but neither did he, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, but he, he tried. He tried. <laughs> he tried. <laughs>
<laughs> so, uh, you know, you guys can find us everywhere on every single podcasting platform. I'm not going to name them. Fuck it. You guys can find it at what we binge also on Instagram. And uh, yeah, that's it for me. And me. Peace. Grab a mic. Peace.